Hello and welcome to Take My Advice, I'm Not Using It. And this is episode number 29 of the world's first work-life podstorm. And it is drawing to a close very shortly. In fact, today is the first of the final three episodes in which I'm going to recall series one of Take My Advice with some highlights clips of some of the guests. I'm picking out a few key themes that appeared again and again and which are becoming increasingly relevant as we approach a new future of work. The first of my guests today was the first guest on Take My Advice. It's Christopher Lockhead. He's a number one best-selling author and top business podcaster. He wrote the book Play Bigger, which is a study on category design and also niche down. He's the presenter of Follow You Different and Lockhead on Marketing. We had an amazing conversation covering a wide range of themes, but the clip I'm including in today's show talks specifically around category design. And Christopher talks a lot in his work around the importance of being yourself and identifying the things that you're strong in. And category design, I suppose, is the approach to doing this as a business. So here's a clip from my conversation with Christopher. I just asked him whether there was an inherent risk in niching down of being pigeonholed. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, you can't know, and you might get pigeonholed. Those yeah. things could happen. Um, and we can talk about how to de-risk those things. And, and as uh, my brother from another mother and co-author of Play Bigger, Kevin Maney, says, category design is a new lens on business. So if I could, maybe just introduce the lens, and then we can talk about how you use the lens, right? So the idea is, as opposed to what we just talked about, what category designers do is they create demand, not compete for it. They do not play a comparison game. They want everything else to be compared to them. They break and take new ground. They don't compete for old ground. They create demand where there wasn't before, or they intersect the current demand, and they educate the market, the category, with a new and different point of view about the problem and therefore the solution. That's what a category designer does. And so what happens is you then stand alone. You then become known for a niche that you own. And if you, if you take a big step back, Ollie, you'll realize in business, in the arts, in science, uh, in, in societal change, this is exactly what happens. And so, Entrepreneurs, marketers, CEOs, CMOs, product inventors fall into this horrible trap of competing as opposed to distinguishing themselves and creating. And that's fundamentally what category design is about. Now, to get to your idea, how do you determine whether it's a new idea? Um, there's a number of things you can do. One of the things I like to do is I talk to entrepreneurs all the time. They present me their ideas. Um, and I like to think about it this way. Fast forward five years from now. Is this thing that they're sharing with me likely to become a new category? Is it, is it likely that these things exist in the future? Can you see a world where this happens? Sometimes we can't. You know, in the very beginning, I forget the number of no's, but, you know, Airbnb got a, a tremendous amount of no's because the reality is 
when a couple of young guys from San Francisco show up and meet with a bunch of older rich guys in Silicon Valley and they say, hey, we're going to build a business predicated on people renting their couches. Their old rich guys go, A, who would want to rent their couch? And B, who the fuck would want to stay on the couch? It's, it's, it sounds like an absolutely terrible idea, right? And it's fraught with legal issues. And, and what about robbery? And what about horrible things happening? And like, it just, on its face, it sounds stupid. It yeah. sounds unlikely, implausible, right? And so you have to envision a world where people look at their home differently as an asset that can be monetized when they're not around or even when they are around. I, one of my best friends lives down the street from me. He has a section of his home that he rents out. This anyway. Is that idea that Mike Maples Jr. talks about non-consensus, but right, doesn't he? And he puts it, he puts it beautifully. Yeah. And so you have to be non-consensus and right. And Airbnb is an example. Spanx is an example. And, and you'll, you'll, if you start thinking this way, that is to say using the category lens, you'll start to see, you'll start to see it everywhere. So that was a short part of my conversation with Christopher Lockhead. You'll find episode one. You can listen to the rest of the conversation, which you'll find series one, episode one. Take my advice. I'm not using it. Now, within that show, we talk about niching down, trying to find the thing for which you're uniquely placed to deliver value for customers. And that's also a topic I got on with the second guest in today's show, Ben Legg. Ben is the CEO of an organisation called the Portfolio Collective, which he founded during lockdown last year. He's formerly the COO of Google in Europe, as well as having previously been the CEO of multiple tech businesses. Ben and I discussed the emerging trend of portfolio careers, what it meant, who's pursuing them, and how you can develop a portfolio career to offer you both more fulfillment in your life, but also maximize your value financially. I picked out the following clip because I think it summarizes really nicely how to achieve both of those things. And it also follows on really nicely from that conversation with Christopher a moment ago. So here's my conversation. So here's a short clip from my conversation with Ben Legg. What you're saying is, I'm going to audit all of my skills and knowledge and network and passions and work out the best way to monetize those, th th those, those assets um, in a way that kind of makes the right amount of money, makes me happy, etc. So, for example, if you're really good at something, you don't just offer your skills as a consultant or an interim or, or whatever. You might also provide training on that subject. You might help uh, investors invest in an area that you're knowledgeable about. You might write a book, you might um, do online training videos. Um, you, know, you, you might say, well, I've got two passions, so I'm going to have two revenue streams, but I'm also gonna work out how can I do something amazing on the crossroads of those passions. So for example, um, you know, one of our, our members is a drone lawyer. He's, he's a lawyer and he's just an obsessive with drones. And he's combined the two and said, you know, he now helps Drone manufacturers write laws on drones. He writes airports, work out what they can and can't do with drones, i.e. shoot them down. Um, work, helps with, works with lawmakers on, you know, what does good drone law look like? He teaches on drone law. He speaks at conferences on, on drone law. Uh, he's written a book. So it's yeah. like taking two passions and saying, there are lots of ways to make money with those. Uh, and so that I think is, in essence, is the portfolio career. It's a bit like an investment portfolio, but it's, you're thinking about your life and your income, which is, 
where am I going to invest time either to learn new skills or to do real work? Uh, which one pays off the best? How do I balance the, the portfolio in terms of risk, reward, et cetera? You do need to say, this is my story. Um, but what I say is, is if you've identified a set of skills, you actually need to be a bit of a generalist to monetize them. You think about that drone lawyer, people think of him as a lawyer and an expert in drones, but he's also gonna be a public speaker, a writer, a consultant, a writer of, of laws, not just a, you know, a, a lawyer, but actually help governments. Um, there's a whole load of skills but he's thought of as knowing two things, drones and law. So that was Ben Legg and I talking in November. You can find that episode, of course, in series one. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. Tomorrow I'm going to be returning with a few more guests from series one. Until then, have a great day.